0: Hey man, hey, I want to tell you more than that. My buddy is, is Russell Goodson, that got the strawberry feel. He, he carried them to the cooler, time they pick them, and big old pallets of them. I think, I, I can't remember how many uh, flats is on the pallet, but it's a bunch. And, um, uh, he carried anyhow, it, 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 he put them off at the cooler place and the man, as he was driving in, hit another guy and spilled them all. <laughs> and he said, preacher, I'm getting $26 a flat right now. And he said, the man, I don't know. I said, have you prayed about it? And he said, yeah. And uh, next day the man told him, he said, it's covered. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Can you believe that? God watches over his own. Amen. I've been blessed today. I was, I wanted to get back to the book of Hebrews. But the more I thought about it, uh, uh, we're celebrating our Lord's birthday. and I wanted to stay around that if we could please tonight. Uh, If you'll turn over to Philippians chapter 2. I'd like to read some of those, several little portions of scripture. But uh, Philippians chapter 2, I want to begin to read in verse 5. Philippians 2 verse 5. wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let's pray. Father, we pray tonight in Jesus' name that you'll help us to keep it warm in our hearts and minds through these holidays, especially the days that we celebrate your birth, that, Lord, let us understand this is God coming down to mankind and how it all took place. We marvel at it every day of our life. And, Lord, we ask you now to bless us as we study this scene. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Look at verse 7, please and made himself for no reputation, and took upon him a form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Now, was made refers to the virgin birth of Christ. The Bible makes it very plain that since Adam sinned, all born after that inherit a sin nature from their parents. Psalms 51 verse 5 says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Psalm 58 verse 3. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. Now a lot of people don't think uh, that uh, we're sinners from birth. But the Bible makes it very plain that we are. Now if Christ inherited sin nature, then he was a sinner and died for his own sin and even though he lived a sinless life, he would still be unable to save anybody else. But God the Father solved that problem by what is called the virgin birth. The answer to this problem is that the the sin nature passed from the father to the child and not from the mother to the child. Jesus did not have a human father because Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost but His Father. Now I want to read you a couple of verses and I want you to watch it, please. Go back to Matthew where we were at this morning. <clears throat> I want to read verse 16 one more time. Chapter 1 verse 16. And Jacob begat Joseph the husband of Mary. And he, like we said before, if you go back above those, everyone that you read about there that was born in this world was begotten or begat. But, in the middle of this verse, 16, and Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born, not begat, born Jesus, who is called Christ. Now go with me to Romans, <coughs> chapter 5, please. Romans, chapter 5, <coughs> and I would like to begin to read verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we go in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, patience experiences experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strain, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die; yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Not only so, but we also join God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received this aton- atonement. Wherefore, by, as by one man, sin entered the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the multitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come, that is, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, notice, if you would please, Jesus did not have a human father, because the Holy Ghost is his father. Mary was the mother, but did not pass the sin nature to the baby Jesus. The virgin birth is foretold through the Old Testament uh, all the way through it, such as Genesis 3, verse 15. talks about the devil might bruise his head, but the the Lord's going to get the victory in the end. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Isaiah 9, verse 16. And many other places give us the story of the birth of the virgin birth. The virgin birth is recorded as fulfilled In the New Testament, where we just read Matthew 1, but verse 18 through 25, Luke chapter 2, which is my favorite chapter. Uh, I I try to read that to our family as we gather around at Christmas time. I'm looking forward to it this year. I love to read Luke chapter 2. It's It's about the virgin birth of our Lord Jesus. Now, so what is the purpose of the virgin birth? Number one, to reveal God to man. John one verse eighteen says no man has seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he had declared him. So if you want to know God, you all you have to do is know the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus came in this world by the virgin birth to reveal God the Father to all humanity. Number two, Jesus came to bridge the chasm between holy God and sinful man. Dr. Lee Robinson, one of my heroes of the faith, in his office in Chattanooga has got a picture. And there's a great chasm. It's like uh, uh, here over here is heaven and over here is uh, mankind. And there's a great chasm in between which is hell and people falling into hell and so on. And across that chasm is laid the cross. And everybody that goes across that cross is saved. And that's such a moving picture to me. and tells such a story. And that's exactly what Jesus came in this world to do. Was to bridge that chasm between holy God and sinful man. And the only go between God and man is Christ Jesus. Now, I know a lot of people think they got to go to Mary to get to Jesus because Jesus is the Son of God and Mary is the mother of God. And they can't get to the Father unless they go through... Jesus and they can't get to Jesus unless they go through Mary because they'll get favor of Jesus because that's his mother and he'll get favor of God to answer our prayers. Well, what are you going to do with 1 Timothy 2.5 then? For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. There's no other mediator. There's no other go-between. Jesus Christ is a mediator between God and man. Notice Joseph can't do it. Mary can't do it. Uh, Preachers can't do it. Earthly priests can't do it. John 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way. No one but Jesus can go between righteous God and sinful man. Number three, Jesus came to save men. Now turn over with me to Hebrews for just a minute, chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. And I'll begin to read, please, in verse 14. Hebrews chapter 2, in verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For really he took not on him the nature of angels, But he took on him the seed of Abraham. Did you know he could have took on the nature of angels? He could have done anything he wanted to. He's God. But he didn't do that. Verse 16. Verse 17 now. Wherefore, because of that, in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to school them that are tempted. You know what I like about the virgin birth? I would like to be able to take people's sins away from them. I would like to be able to take, say, your sins forgiven, you can go to heaven. But I'm not able. And neither is anybody else. And what makes Jesus unique is he not only is able, he can do it. Amen. He has the power to do it. Now Acts ten verse forty three says, To him give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall not shall receive remission of sin. And Acts 16 verse 30 and 31 simply said, Believe on Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Matthew 1 21, And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus' name simply means salvation. So Jesus was virgin born that he might save anyone that would come to him by faith for salvation. The purpose of the virgin birth was also to to rescue the whole creation. (coughs) Did you know the whole creation is under sin? (coughs) Turn back with me please to Romans chapter 8 a minute. Romans chapter 8 and verse 19. Romans 8 verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also uh, shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption of wit, the redemption of our body. If you, ever, if you could ever go up way up in the mountains of Montana with uh, me, in the forest there, you find there's a many a tree fell. I, I went hunting, couldn't hardly go through the forest up there when I was hunting in the snow because of trees, so many of them fell. You know what I find? All trees die. You know, I find all fruit trees die. Everything on this earth dies. Dogs, cats, cows, horses, human beings. I find one thing is common to everything on the face of this earth. Death. Everything dies. Why? Because it gets old and it it deteriorates. Now, I want you to watch this, please. When uh, Satan tempted Eve, not only was Adam and Eve and the human race affected, but everything about us was affected. And Jesus came in this world, and the whole planet one of these days, and all that is in it, is held captive by Satan right now. And one of these days, Jesus is coming back and set us all free. Did you ever think about this? Uh, there were no thorns and thistles before sin entered this world. There was no sweating and sorrow only peace and happiness in God's garden? Now listen to Isaiah 45, verse 22. Look unto me, and be ye saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. Turn with me to Isaiah for just a minute. Isaiah chapter 2. And look with me please in verse 2. Isaiah 2 and verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountains of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob and He will teach us of His ways and we will walk in His paths for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people and they shall beat their swords and plowshares, and their spears in the pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Anymore. O house of David, come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. You know what one of these days it will, everything that's had sin mess it up, it's going to be straightened out. The wonder of the virgin birth is all the world will be saved one day who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And none of this could be possible unless Jesus had been born perfect without any flaw, without any sin into this world. I want to read you something. I want to listen very carefully, please. A young liberal modernist preacher said in his office one day, he'd been to the Bible college. He'd become a very intellectual, learned preacher. There was a knock on his office door, and he said, come on in. A little girl of the street stepped in, and said, you're the preacher, aren't you? He said, yes, I am. Can I help you? She said, you've got to come help get my mother in. And he thinking her mother was laying in some gutter or some alley as an alcoholic or, or not well, where is your mother so we can go help her get in? And the little girl led him to a hospital room where her mother was laying dying. And the little girl said, now preacher, my mother's dying. Please help her get into heaven. And the kind young learned preacher began to speak to the little girl's mother, trying to give her comfort as she lay there dying with a load of guilt upon her, she looked up into that preacher's face and said, Sir, I've lived a vile and wicked life. Now the doctors say, I don't have very long to live, and I'm not ready to meet God. Sir, can you tell me how to get ready to meet God? And that liberal preacher, that didn't believe in the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross, began to talk to her about her the Sermon on the Mount and the nice things about God. He talked to her about the love of God and the righteousness of God and purity and all these things. Then she looked up into his face and said, Sir, you don't understand. All of that you just said might be well and good and that might be fine for people like yourself who can live like you live. And who can have opportunity to live that way? But I've not lived that way, nor have I had the chance to live that way. And what about me? I'm dying. Don't you have a message for me? And it dawned upon the preacher, that liberal preacher. He had no message for that sinful dying mother. Then he remembered the story of his mother told him one day, about Jesus bleeding and dying upon the cross on Calvary for the sins of the whole world. And that woman was saved. John 3.16 Now, all of that is not possible without the virgin birth. I can talk about the love of God. I can talk about the birth of Christ. I can talk about how He loves us. And I can talk this us be good to one another. And love one another, be God-like in our lives. I could talk about all these things, and they're all good things. But, brother, they're absolutely no good unless you understand that that person that came to this world was an absolutely sinless, perfect sacrifice for your sins. And like Paul, that greatest of all preachers, I suppose, that's mentioned in the Bible, I'm the greatest of sinners. Amen. You think about that. There is no particular... I I, I laugh at people that say, Preacher, you don't understand what I've done. I'm wicked and I'm vile and I'm a bad sinner. And I look at them and I said, so am I. And they look at me and say, no, you ain't never done those things that I've done. No, but I'm still a sinner. I'm in the same category you're in. And the whole world lies in sin before God. And that little baby in that scene came in this world to do one thing. He didn't come in this world to take glory unto himself from God the Father. He came in this world to die for you and I on the cross to take our sins off of us. you know the only way you go to heaven? Because you have no sin on you. There's not one iota sin going to heaven. And the only way you can get your sin off of you is the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if it had not been for that baby being born, and not of his father, but of the mother, through the Holy Spirit of God, we'd have no sin sacrifice. That's the glory, and that's the marvel of the virgin birth. And I wish that story could be told more than just a little baby and angels and, and so on being told like it is right now. Wonderful truth that they're telling and showing. And I, I was, a fella called me just this week and See said, we're having a scene in our church and, and telling about the birth of Jesus. Folks, that's great. But that ain't the end of the story. If you're going to tell about the birth of Christ, tell the ending. Tell what it's all about. Amen? That's what makes a difference. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll help us to go out of this place. And as we have the opportunity, which we will have, we'll be with our friends, we'll be with our loved ones, and friends will call us, we'll call them, wishing them a Merry Christmas and and just the blessings of God upon their life. But uh, what an opportunity to be able to tell somebody about our Savior, the Lord Jesus. Let us use it wisely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me sing, sir, please. If y'all would, turn to page 314. Help me sing this page 314. Um You know, we've been praying for the insurance and people have been sending in money. And uh, this one lady, uh, she gave me $2,000 uh, for preaching the funeral. And I called her and thanked her for it. And she said, if you be good, I'll send you some more. <laughs> I got another letter this week. She sent me another $1,000. <laughs> uh, and she was in there, if you'll be good, I'll send you some more. <laughs> We so far, there's been, I, if I counted right, and I'm pretty sure I did, it's about $9,000 has come in now uh, on the insurance. That's a miracle to me. Yes. Because you look around, uh, I check your account there in the bank, and I don't see nobody <laughs> got that kind of money. Right? <laughs> but God is blessed, amen, and He blesses us tremendously. And I just wanted to share that with you. He's still taking care of it every week, more comes in. And it just amazes me. Just thank God. Father, would you go with us other way, on our way, home now. Thank you for being here with your people, just rejoicing at the birth of our Savior in this world. But Lord, help us to share this gospel message with everybody we come into contact with in these next few days. It might be that one of our family members, one of our loved ones, one of our neighbors, one of our friends are just waiting for us to speak